Dee. We've got both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. I belong to me. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. What up, Ashley Simpson, right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpson sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo, and today... You came on a good day because we are back to Ashley today, which is so exciting. I've really been focusing on my JC series and Instinct stuff. And if you've been listening to that, you know things have been crazy. So I haven't had as much time for Ashley and Jessica lately, at least on the public feed. If you love this episode, you want to hear more, I am on Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley and JessicaCast. But on the public feed, I haven't done an Ashley episode in months. So I am so excited to talk about our girl, especially because we recently got some really good Ashley news. And joining me today is a very special guest. Everybody, please welcome Mary from When They Popped. Ah, uh, Leah. Thank you so much for having me. I have been a fan of your podcast for so long, and my friend and I recently got into podcasting, you know, about half a year or so ago, and it's just surreal to be able to go from a fan to be on your podcast. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for saying that. That's so nice. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you listening and all your support. And I'm so happy that I got to be on your podcast as well, talking about this very topic. So everybody has to go listen to When They Popped, just in general, because you have so many good episodes. By the way, everyone keeps requesting that I do Brittany Murphy. They just did Brittany Murphy. So like, she's on my list, but I'm not going to do it for a while. So like, go listen to theirs. And I mean, you have so many great episodes about literally everything. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, like, you will like when they popped for sure. So thank you. What an endorsement. Thank you, Leah. Of course. Do you want to just tell everybody about the podcast? Sure. Um, Kelsey and I, my friend Kelsey and I host it. We're two friends from college, which was a many, many years ago, but we kind of reconnected because we just both have this love of Y2K music, movies, pop culture. We just were stuck in Y2K. And so um, we talk about our favorite artists, our favorite musicians, um, it, just all the fun stuff, kind of similar to uh, similar topics to uh, what Leah talks about here on the Ashley and Jessica cast. Um, we're here for your pop culture fix. And um, yeah, it's just such a fun release. Like, it's just such a fun release in nostalgia because it's so in right now. It's just, it's, thank God. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy how much Gen Z has gotten into all of this like in general it was it's been going strong for a while just trendy but 
I've noticed with NSYNC, like there was some drama in the fandom because there were some older fans. Like I was a child when NSYNC was popular. I still remember it really clearly, but there were, you know, some girls that were like 20 back then. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, they're now like married with kids and all this stuff. And there were some people saying like, oh my God, these Gen Zers are not going to get our tickets and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, girl, we should be thanking our lucky stars if anyone from Gen Z even knows who NSYNC is at this point. Are you kidding? Like, that's just going to boost their popularity and make them cool again. And so I feel like it's not just buying something at Forever 21. I feel like younger people are truly into these artists the same way that we were when we were teenagers, you know? Oh, yeah. And let me – this is what I think. Let me tell you why. It's because it truly was arguably one of the best eras to grow up in musically. And you don't see that today. You really don't. Sure, there are are great artists today, but it – it's very hard to hold a candle up to that era. And that's why I think it has such a mass appeal. Yes. And also we had MTV to kind of, that was like everybody's <laughs> home base. That was everybody's North star. Like I've said before, I always loved Jessica, but you know, when I started seeing commercials for the Ashley Simpson show, mm. I was like, yep, I'm on board. <laughs> Thank you MTV for showing me my new obsession. And they did that every day on TRL and there was such a variety of acts on there and everything. And I don't know, I feel like we don't have that Mm-mm. kind of North star anymore. I mean, right now I would say the the place where everybody goes to is TikTok, but that's obviously not the same. <laughs> that is apparently the North star these days. Exactly. Not the same. It, it, there's something so different about rushing home from school and putting on the TRL countdown. Like it's just, we really had it good back in the day and we didn't know it, but Mm -hmm. hey, we're an inclusive group. All of that, anyone can join us. We welcome all the fans, you know, young and old. And so I I like to see it as well. I I have noticed similar things. So Leah, like people are like, they are not getting our tickets. And I'm like, okay, let's relax. Let's relax. (laughs) There's room for all of us here. Yeah. I've even seen some fans suggest, well, maybe Ticketmaster can do like a trivia thing and whoever wins. And I'm like, girl, you, you that's oh. not going to happen. Whoever wins is the one that pays them the money. Okay. That's the way that <laughs> the world works. So, Correct. I, you know, yeah. And it's, that's why I've been telling fans. Cause like I've heard things through my like little sources and connections. And I've been telling fans since August to save money because of certain (laughs) things that I've heard. Like that's been my main thing that I've been telling people. I'm like, just save money. Like I can't tell you what's going on. I can't tell you what I heard, but just save money. Save like that's all you need to know right now is save your money. And it's not that I've heard that whatever they do is going to be this like extravagantly expensive thing. But I just know it will be based on the demand and just what the world is like now and how much tickets have gone up since COVID and everything. So yeah. Save your money, guys. <laughs> I, I will say, Leah, I'm the first to admit that I'm wrong. And I have been skeptical, you know, ever since the song. And I've seen everything that you're saying. And I'm like, I'm skeptical, but Leah's saying this. Leah's saying this. <laughs> and I, I trust Leah. And then um, on our upcoming episode this week, we're actually having Kelly Klinger on. I don't know if you know who we had her. We recorded last week. And she's a former Britney Spears backup uh, singer. She's, you know, really close with Justin and his mom, Lynn. 
And she didn't give us any specifics. She could not say any specifics, but she says, I know a lot of things that you don't know that you're going to be happy about. And she wouldn't say it. And I'm like, okay, that's too pretty serious sources for me saying, yes, I'm going to start a new savings account for this venture. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for trusting me. That is really important. I actually kind of went, um, I was like very snarky on my Instagram a few weeks ago because I was like, oh, please don't associate me with clout chasers or culture or whatever, because there are people that they just, I see it pop up on TikTok and even with podcasts, like more and more, they just basically ride the train of whatever is popular and they don't actually care about the music or the artist or the celebrity or whatever. They just report on and they regurgitate everything and whoever's popular, they just jump in and they Mm. rumors like their facts so confidently. It's so funny. And it just really, to me, is not at all the space I want to be associated with. And I had um, a fellow Instinct fan message me and be like, hey, I feel like you're calling me out and I don't know why there has to be a war. Like we're all on the same team. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I was not talking about you, girlfriend. You're a fan. Oh. I'm talking about like people that just have no, I think that yeah. they just think, okay, I'll just get on TikTok and I'll just talk about celebrities and I'll blow up. And some of them do. And it, it sucks because yeah. they're all, a lot of them are spreading misinformation. They're just regurgitating the same things that we've heard over and over again. And it's really unfortunate. So I just didn't want to be grouped in with any of those people. So it really matters to me that you said that. And I knew, always knew oh, that people that actually like listen to the podcast would know that I'm not just like bored and <laughs> making up uh, lies. But You're the most meticulous like podcaster with your information, <laughs> your facts, like in the most complimentary way. You are goals. Like she knows what she's talking about. She's not clout chasing like I feel like if I had an NSYNC or JC or Ashley or Jessica question, I would ask you and you would know because you know your stuff. So definitely not, you you are not in that category (laughs) at all. No. And I also would never want to disappoint anybody. Like I would never want to get all these fans hopes up only to then have it come out that nothing is happening. And I'm in this for the long run. Like I want to do my podcast forever basically. So I would not want to also like, lose all of my listeners that are like, hey, you told us this and that was not true. I mean, look, things could still get canceled or changed. So I guess I am kind of taking a risk talking about it. But yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not like the, I mean, the girl that you interviewed, I'm not, not close with any of them or anything. I don't know any of them at all, but, um, people that know what's going on, like we know what's going on and it's so exciting and nobody can say anything. And I can't imagine like how the guys feel. The guys must Mm -hmm. be bursting, especially like Lance has always been so (laughs) vocal about how badly he wants to do this. And I just know he's like dying on a daily basis. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's really exciting. But if they don't announce anything soon. That's what I keep telling people because people are always begging me. They're like, oh, can you please just tell me? Like, I've been a fan for 20 years. Like, <sighs> I'm from this country. We never get anything. I'm like, I've been, I, all these people are really big fans. Like, I can't just tell Right. People. But I'm like, look, if it doesn't get announced soon, that's okay. Like, don't freak out because stuff is coming. It just takes a really long time to – when you have five – people Mm. that have very full lives, you know, people think that Justin is the only one that's been busy, but 
I mean, I'm sure you know, like people like us yes. know that's not true. Right. So they're all super busy. They all have, except for JC, they all have children. So it's like, it's complicated. And right. I think people just get really upset. And I know you're a big Backstreet Boys fan and you guys are just like so lucky because you oh got this God. like gigantic <laughs> tour. I mean, I'm, I, I'm saying you guys, but I also, yes. the tour, it's crazy. And it's awesome to see how much the Backstreet Boys, the actual Backstreet Boys are like rooting for oh, <laughs> Instinct yeah. and they're like so cute now that they're all friends and always working together and stuff. Oh yeah, and to be honest, this whole Insync saga has made me like appreci- appreciative as a Backstreet Boys girly because like you know we had this like ten year world tour, or however long DNA went, and like the boys do like solo appearances, they go to conventions, that we have our Cancun trip in April or whatever, and so we're really rooting for you know the diehard Insync fans to get this and would love to be a part of it as well. So it's just a great time to be a boy band fan. Let's be real. <laughs> oh my God. It's amazing. Like, I feel like no matter which one you were into, because 98 Degrees is back, O-Town is on Chris's tour. It's just, yeah. it's like all of our faves are thriving. <laughs> I love it. Ah, the best times. Awesome. <laughs> so let's get into our girl at hand today. So this episode Ashley turns 20 it's season two episode three this is right after the big SNL incident and we did cover those two episodes but first before we get into it I just want to know like what is your history with Ashley oh man I just have such vivid memories being in my my friend's mom's car like having her pick us up from school and just like reaching over and sliding that her cd into the CD player and like blasting it when she was driving us home from school. Ashley was just such a relatable figure. I definitely, you know, started with Jessica, who didn't love Jessica growing up, right? She was beautiful. She was talented. Her, She had the hunky boyfriend, hunky husband. Like she was everything. And I think it was just through MTV starting to see Ashley, her show, you know, she has an album coming. And I was like, okay, like I'm into this. And we get little clips from the show of what some of her songs were going to sound like. And I'm like, this is really good. She is someone that I can, you know, I can listen to 20 years later now or 15 years later and nothing's changed. And I love like every time I listen to her, I have like a different favorite song. Like I love almost all of her songs, but her music's so versatile that it's just like, you know, one day I'll be like listening to autobiography or better off like nonstop. And then the next day I'm listening to like coming back for more. It's hard for me to pick a favorite Ashley song because she's so versatile and she has such a good discography. She really does for the small amount of albums that she has. I think autobiography is just a mind-blowingly good Mm. debut. Mm. It it doesn't when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It doesn't even make sense that her album was that good, considering she had almost no experience in anything except <laughs> dance. 
Right. Our, our girl did not go to a vo- voice lesson. <laughs> she did not perform hardly at all. I say this all the time, but that's one of the reasons why this SNL thing even happened is because she did not have the experience of dealing with, okay, what happens if there is some kind of issue or glitch when you're doing a singing performance? You know, I'm sure if she was up there doing ballet, she would have nailed it. But yeah, of course. She just didn't have that experience. And I think it's just mind-blowing that she was able to come up with such a powerful album at that age. And then I love her second album, not as much, just but that's right. only because Autobiography is like a freak accident in the best way um (laughs) but I love I love I am me like that's the tour I saw her on and then bittersweet world is like the weird member of the family but we love her too like she's still welcome (laughs) again it's like it's so diverse and versatile for like different moods and phases of your life and it's just so all of her albums it's so easy to just pick up wherever you are in your life and find a song for it if you're feeling a little weird a little funky or just kind of back to those autobiography roots it's incredible chef's kiss <laughs> and did you see the news from a couple days ago what she said <laughs> thanks to you yes i did oh my god yeah. I never leave my followers hanging, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I post all the new stuff on my Instagram story. Yeah, so Ashley, ever since I started this podcast, which was, oh my God, wait, it's October. Yeah, it was three years ago. (gasps) She doesn't do that many interviews or talk to that many people. So like basically every single time she's talked to the media since like I have read that and posted (laughs) it and seen it. And she has not said anything akin to this that whole time, That at least Mm -hmm. that I've been doing this podcast. She always says like, yeah, I would love to get back into music, but you know, I'm a mom and Mm -hmm. I'm busy with that right now and stuff. But this time she said, okay, well, first of all, her daughter loves her old albums, which is like, how precious is that? Love it. How could she not? (laughs) I know. Imagine like discovering that your mom is Ashley Simpson. Like you just know her (sighs) as mom. I would love to hear the story of like, when did Ashley say like, oh, it's time to listen to mom's album or- I always think about that with celebrity children. I randomly was like thinking about Meghan Markle and Harry. Who are they going to think is cooler? Like their dad who's like a prince or their mom who's been on like TV? Like I I literally like daydream about these like children of stars realizing that their parents are famous and like looking at their work. It's such a like a cool fantasy to me to like think about. I would love yeah. to know about that. <laughs> I feel the same way. Like what do you grow up thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and at, at what point do you realize, oh, this is different for me than it is for my friend at school, you know? Right. So Ashley said, I'm inspired that my daughter is so inspired by my old albums, adding that her daughter's love of her own music has actually been making her want to return to that style. She said, with all of her kids now in school, she's gearing up to return to her music career. She said, I have the itch and I'm very ready. I know. So she's never really said that. And we have her daughter to thank, it sounds like. Same thing with Jessica's daughter, Maxwell. Like, Jessica's daughter's super into singing. Jessica says she has an awesome voice, so. Maxwell is, like, such a, like, a stunning girl, and she looks so much like her mom. Every time I see her, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, like, her mini-me. Honestly, I'm surprised she's not already a model. I'm sure that's any day now. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's, like, stunning. Yeah. 
any day now. So <laughs> Jessica is currently recording a new album. Like that's definite. This is actually just kind of saying, okay, I'm ready, right. which is still a big deal. But Jessica literally is recording and she said she's going to go on tour uh, wow. in 2024. So the, the potential that they both could be back next year, oh. I can't. And my ultimate dream is that they'll do a tour together. Oh. Oh, I know, I know, which I I just feel like that would be the ultimate, not only for us as fans, but for them, like coming full circle yeah. with the whole shadow thing and all of that. I just feel that it would be very healing. Can we like, can you whisper that in the right ear, maybe like I'm, start planting? Oh. <laughs> Girl, that is going to have to be God's ear because I do think it's <laughs> unlikely. The thing about both of them is they don't need any more money and I don't think right. they care. So they're not the type of like super ambitious, I have to accomplish every single thing. Right. I have to be at the top. I have to be the biggest. Like they clearly don't care. And they have so much money from other things that it's like, that's not going to be what drives them. But with this sync thing, like I never, ever, 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 if you told me when I started the JC series <sighs> that in a few months I would be at the VMAs seeing oh my InSync reunite I literally would have told you like to go back to the psych ward (laughs) like I I'm in shock so if all that can happen I am not ruling out anything with Ashley and Jessica as you said from what I understand and basically what I understand is from listening to all your series on Patreon this is the most affirmative statement she's made and you know, mm-hmm. as you said, she doesn't care about, you know, being number one, making the money, but it, she obviously cares about her children. And if her children are loving it and into it, that's the biggest inspiration there is, right? So that makes me really hopeful. That's a really good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. Obviously, when you have kids, they're your main focus in life. So maybe she was like, oh, I just have to be a mom now and mm-hmm. not be touring and things like that. But then once her daughter is old enough to which she is to be like no mom like you need to do that like I want like you know I want that I yeah exactly and her grandmother is Diana Ross oh my god like that family tree is incredible I love it so let's get into this episode now when was the last time that you had watched the Ashley Simpson show You know, I watched season one before we did our autobiography episode. So that was Mm -hmm. probably, when did we talk lastly? Was that the summer maybe? It was Um, the summer. I don't remember when. But I haven't watched season two in forever. So it was really a blast from the past to get back into this again. Did you watch it when it was originally on? Oh, yes. Did not miss (laughs) an episode. Absolutely. Like this was incredible reality TV. We did not know how good we have it. I will die at that, like with that saying, we'd had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I understand that it's more cost effective to plan out scenes and do things, you know, the way the Kardashians do them and stuff like that. But I wish somebody would just take a leap and just follow around celebrities again, because this was planned to an extent, especially because they had already had newlyweds. So Joe- Yeah knew what he was doing by this point. But still, I mean, just the fact that they even show Ashley trying Pilates and nothing happens. (laughs) It's not like she, you know, falls on her face in front of everyone or she runs into an ex or something that they would like set up if it was like Mm -hmm. him and Courtney doing that, you know. She just tries Pilates and, you know, that's the scene. And 
it's fine. <laughs> like I, I love it because it, it gives a real sense of like what's going on, you know? Like that is as close to like reality TV as we've ever been. Like true reality TV. <laughs> right, right. And it was awesome. Like I was fully entertained. Oh, yeah. I loved that woman in that scene. She's like, I'm at twice your age and I do this every single day. And they're like shaking, like dying. Such a good scene, too. And nothing happened, but it was still awesome. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. Like, I like seeing that normal stuff, you know, especially now that you don't see that. I think that's why people are so obsessed with TikTok is because there's so many people on there that, you know, they just pop on whenever and talk to people. And there's no makeup and no pretense. It's just kind of like, this is my life. And that's what people crave. Like even with auditions and stuff, I mean, my agent is constantly saying like, oh, I can't, you know, put you in for that because like they need, they need people that really have asthma or they need people that oh. really are in this specific group or whatever. And I'm like, I'm an actor. I'll act like I have <laughs> asthma. You know, <laughs> like, That's so interesting. I mean, right now there's nothing because of the strike, but before that, it, it was just everything was like, we want real people. Like, we don't want the most gorgeous actress anymore. We want like a normal girl, you know? So it's Good. really, yeah, it's really interesting. So, huh. okay, okay. So, yeah, this episode opens with Ashley's assistant slash friend bringing a cake over to her house and they just start eating it while they're standing there and they are talking about being 20 which like it's so crazy that how young her and Jessica both were I literally say how is she 20 she's a baby that's what my my notes say and then but her shirt did you see her shirt it's like as I get older I get better and I, I loved that shirt yes that was a really popular shirt back in the day like Zach Hansen also had that shirt see I had no idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I saw that around a lot and I mean we all know like graphic tees Mm, that was you could literally throw in a graphic tee some jeans that you were the coolest girl in school (laughs) it's so funny because Ashley's talking about how like there's no really big thing when you turn 20 and they're like well you're not a teenager anymore and Ashley says yeah I feel like you know you're still young but get your shit together (laughs) and I'm like no, don't get your shit together. Just be 20. Do whatever you want. I, I don't know about you, but anytime anyone who's like super young, I would say like teens and like first few years of 20s, if they ever like ask me for advice or like make a comment like that, I'm always just like literally before you're 25, as long as you don't really hurt someone, really do something <laughs> bad, like go to jail or anything like that, you could literally do almost anything, like mess up your whole life, whatever. And then just you're young, like it's fine. You don't have to get anything together. You're like change careers, like move to a different country. Like you're, this is like your exploratory phase. And I still think, I mean, I don't, I don't know how old you are, Leah, but I'm in my early thirties and I'm still like trial and erroring, but like the younger you are, the easier it is to do it. Oh, yeah, completely. Like, I I don't even – I mean, I don't know what get your shit together age is, but I I mean, it's definitely not 20. (laughs) No. Hell no. (laughs) Yeah. and But I do see a difference in her because, like, in the first season, she's so young. Yeah. Even though it's only a year prior, it's – she's just so irresponsible. She's late to everything. She doesn't even seem to notice that she's being literally handed on a silver platter. Like, 
so many people's dreams and she's just kind of like whatever and she's you know mouthing off to joe and all this kind of stuff <laughs> and again that's why i love it and i love her because she was a real teenager who was like you know screw this i want to hang out with my friends so what if i'm a little late and you know i mean it's just accurate i also just found like irony while she was like i'm gonna get my shit together and then she's like rubbing cake all over her face it's like <laughs> but are you really like come on <laughs> no not yet but yes, I definitely agree. She definitely did mature, even just that one season. And I don't know if that was age. I feel like that SNL thing probably grows you up more quickly, yeah. you know, going through something like that. But I, I agree. So then her friends are doing a birthday surprise for her. So they tell her to get ready and that she has to get dressed up. And it's so funny because <laughs> I, when I looked at her, I was like, that looks more like a Jessica outfit than an Ashley outfit like that's funny and then right after that she said I'm dressed like a freak so I hope that we're not going anywhere important and I'm like of course she's gonna say that because it looks like something Jessica would wear so of course she's dressed like a freak my god my jaw was on the floor when I saw <laughs> what she was wearing I mean it's not like it was like this absurd dress or anything but I was just like this is not an Ashley dress like this is not a her dress I can agree more yeah, it was very like pink tie-dye with <laughs> – it was crocheted. It had yeah. butterflies on it. I was like, this is peak Jessica. Like I almost think maybe it was Jessica's and <laughs> she gave it to her or something. And it's funny that that's – like her friend said dress up and so Ashley was like, okay, so that's what she put on. <laughs> yeah, my God. But I, she did not seem like she loved it. She did not seem like she was – she was like, huh, about this dress. Yeah, it wasn't her. Like, she still looked pretty because she's yeah. pretty, but – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It, it was not her at all. Um, and then they find out that it's medieval times. So they all <laughs> they all <laughs> climb into the limo and they take a picture first. And they're like, oh, it's like, it's like prom, you know. And um <laughs> When they get to medieval times, Ashley's like, is that why you had me dressed like this? <laughs> Which is funny because medieval times, you do not have to dress up at all. No, it's like you like eat with your hands. It's like messy. Yeah. It's like <laughs> grungy almost. Like I thought it was so funny when it was medieval times. Have, have you ever gone to medieval times? Oh my goodness. Of course. We have one in Lyndhurst, New Jersey. <laughs> oh my God. I used to like, same. I used to go when I was young and I would like profess my love for my knight. Like every time I would like fall in love with him. And oh. it just was such a f amazing flashback to see her at medieval freaking times I died and I also it was like a reality check because I was like why is she going to medieval times and it's like she's not even 21 yet like they're not going <laughs> to the bars like they're not like they could maybe go bowling or they could go to medieval times like it totally made more sense to me and just again reminded me of how young she was yes it, it, that exactly like she's young <laughs> enough that her her friends are taking her in the back of a limo to medieval times and her parents are meeting them there. <laughs> yes. And it's like, 
so cute. And you're right. The guys are always so hot in the show. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like major, major eye candy. But yeah, I love medieval times. Like anytime anyone wants to go there, you just call me. Like I will meet you there because I think it's fun. Well, next time I'm near your, I'm in your hood. We're gonna, we're gonna go. Oh please, please, for I old time's that. sake. <laughs> so her band meets them there as well. They got her sex toys, <laughs> which she opens in front of Joe, and he's like ready to die. But that's as usual. Like I feel like he always around Ashley is like. He's just always waiting for her in some place around Los Angeles. He's always like very <laughs> exasperated and trying not to, you know, betray his faith by saying or doing something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they they got her a blow up construction worker. Ooh, I mean, which like I I didn't okay I didn't realize I mean I, I guess it makes sense but um I didn't even realize there were construction worker blow up dolls so that was a new one for me. Right. I mean, hey, you learn something new every day. The same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she can't exactly like um maybe this is TMI, but she can't really use it uh the, the way that maybe a gentleman would be able to. So, I don't know what I don't I would love to know like what happened. Like where did she put that? Did mm-hmm. she ever blow it up? Like where did she bring it? It's just so funny. I'm like they spent money on that. Like what is she going to do with that? I could see her doing something silly with it, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Actually, if I ever have Ashley on the podcast, that's my first question. Please. And then there was one other question we talked about on your R episode, and you're like, I'm going to ask her. And I obviously have no idea what it was, but you have two questions lined up now for um, when you get when you get Ashley on the pod manifesting. Yes. I think it was about Fat Bastard, right? Because that's Wait, my favorite. I think you're right. <laughs> That's my favorite Ashley moment. And you were going to ask like why or how, what went into that or what was the, what was the question? I don't even, I don't remember, but I, yeah, like I am fascinated with the fact that Ashley dressed up as fat bastard (laughs) for Halloween and went trick or treating with her friends after the SNL incident. And Mm. like that to me just speaks so much to her character that she's just like so chill and fun and Anyone else would have either been locking themselves in their house, never coming out, or, you know, maybe going to some big fancy Hollywood party and getting photographed and whatever. And instead she was like, no, like I'm dressing up like that bastard and going trick-or-treating. And I love her for that. I love – and it's like speaks to her personality. It's super mature. Like I just – and that's another thing. I just – a theme. I just – She's like silly and immature, but we can talk about it later when we get to her hair cutting. But I just got a lot of maturity from her um, Mm -hmm. kind of in juxtaposition with her being like silly and goofy at the same time. Exactly. Ashley said it was the perfect birthday night and then new slang by the shin starts playing. (laughs) I don't know if you were like a Garden State girly, but still to this day, I love that movie and I always defend it because people like make fun of it now and I don't care. I still love it. And that soundtrack was everything at the time. I'm like totally oblivious to it. So you need to educate me. Yes. Oh my gosh. This Have you seen Garden State? No, I'm embarrassed. No, 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 you're fine. I honestly (laughs) will probably do an episode on this at some point because it was like a very big formative movie for me. But um, 
Garden State is this movie directed by Zach Braff, and it also stars him and Natalie Portman. And it has this amazing supporting cast of like character actors. And it's set in New Jersey. Zach Braff plays an actor originally from New Jersey who moved to LA and he's home just for a few days visiting. And it's just such a real movie. Like they capture the vibe of small town suburban Jersey so perfectly and like just the random cast of characters that you meet. And it's a, I think it's a brilliant movie, but it was so big at one point. And that was the other thing was the soundtrack was so, so huge. He actually won a Grammy for the soundtrack just for curating it. Wow. Was it, was it comedy or like a, it was like an indie vibe, like a com. Yeah, it was. It, I'm sure some people call it comedy. It's more of like a dramedy because it gets very okay. serious. There's a lot of serious themes with his family and stuff that are going on, but it is also funny and cute. And there, and it's very um like Natalie Portman is definitely a manic pixie dream girl in it. So that's also <laughs> something that people will make fun of. But the this song "New Slang" by the Shins. There's a famous scene from the movie where when they first meet, she's listening to the song and she just puts her headphones on his head. And she's like, I have to, you have to hear this song. Like it's going to change your life. I swear. And he's like, who is this weird girl? Like forcing me to listen to this music, (laughs) but he, but it's like a moment and he loves it. And you know, um, it just was a huge song at the time. So I was like, of course they used that song because it's like right on, they're like right on the pulse of what was super big at the time. And this right. aired on February 9th, 2005. And I believe Garden State came out like spring 2004. So that whole year, like we all, everybody was, that was like the soundtrack that you would listen to that you felt like you were cool because, you know, usually you listen to like pop and stuff and what's right. trendy, but this was indie and cool. Ooh, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I definitely had a similar like, oh, I like indie music too. Like, I'm kind of rough around the edges, you know, but really just listen to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. No, well, I have to, I have to watch this. Maybe I have seen it and I don't remember. I'm mortified, but if you say it's formative, I need to look into it. Don't be, don't be mortified (laughs) because there's so many people that would be like, there's people listening to this right now and they're like, I'm turning it off because it's like a polarizing movie. (laughs) Like some people think it's so cheesy and stupid, but for me, like, I really related to both main characters and just the fact that it really captured Jersey. Like they actually shot here. So they actually shot very close to where I am sitting right now. So it's just was, uh, it just was something that I completely vibed with and felt like it was something that I would be into, but other people wouldn't, but this, it just came out at the right moment and every, like a lot of people Uh. were actually into it. So yeah. So that just, that one little moment deserved all of that commentary, (laughs) but like it did because I mean, I feel like anybody that like, if you know the movie, like as soon as you hear that song, you're like, oh my God, it just takes you back, you know? (laughs) So now we're at the haircut scene. And of course in the early 2000s, I feel like there were just so many dramatic haircut scenes and this is no exception. Are you excited, Jenny? I've never cut my hair short. I know. I'm getting my hair cut today. I'm a little bit nervous because we're chopping it all off and I really wanted to do something different and out of the normal Ashley Simpson that you always see. I'm so nervous. <laughs> so Ashley cuts her hair and I love so much that she showed the Natalie and Brulia album cover, yes. which is so good. <laughs> 
yeah, she cuts her hair, which totally makes sense that she would do that after SNL, right? Agreed. And, you know, she kind of has this, not debate, but monologue, I guess, when she's talking to the camera, you know, on her talking heads. And she's trying to assert her independence and her adulthood and like make a decision that she wants to make and not care what Mama Tina or Papa Joe or the label is going to think. Like, I loved the scene because this was her kind of trying to both A, find her identity and B, stick to her guns when people were giving her a hard time about it. Like, I loved this sequence of events in the haircutting scene. Me too. Absolutely. Because that was honestly, I think the reaction that she was looking for from her mom anyway. Ashley is the rebellious one. She wants to piss people off. And she knew that was going to happen because clearly there had been a previous conversation off camera with Tina where Tina was like, absolutely not. That was the only thing Ashley needed to hear to be like, absolutely, yes. (laughs) I think that's just who she is, you know? And so I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, Tina comes up. She's like, oh, my God, Ashley, like, <laughs> look at your hair. And she's like, what, Mama, you don't love it? You don't love it? You know, sorry, I did like a Jessica in there instead of Ashley. But like um, that was Ashley being Ashley. Yes. Classic. I love how it goes from the stylist. Like Ashley's like, oh, no, is it too short? And the stylist is like, Ashley, it's not too short. Trust me. And then Tina comes in and she's like, Ashley, like, <laughs> where's all your hair back there? The is going to die. Does she not want you to do this? I don't know. I'm not nervous for myself so much. I'm more nervous about what my mother's gonna say and about what my father's gonna say. My mom's here? She makes me nervous. Not yet, mom! Oh, wow! You really cut your hair. Oh my god, actually. Where's your hair back here? Like, oh, wow. Mom doesn't like it. You're upset. I don't care. It's your image, your hair, your thing. I'm sure the label will have a fit because all the images of you out there are not this. Your dad's going to have an absolute freaking cow. This is what Stephanie meant by the big haircut. Mom, you're just staring. Ashley. What? It looks fine. Fine? You don't like it? What do you want me to do? I wasn't in favor of you doing it to begin with, so why would you expect me to, like, go crazy about it? At the same time, I'm still a person, too, and I can change. Yeah. I hope we don't have to go back and reshoot everything. I love how Tina was like, yeah, she was like, no, it's it's a, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm sure the label is not going to like it. And I'm sure your father's not going to mm-hmm. like it. But it's fine. It's good. It's fine. You know, like it clearly was not. Right. No, trying her best to put on a, a front. But then, you know, again, Ashley goes when she's talking to the camera, she's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's just hair. Mm-hmm. And that that is such a mature statement because I still struggle with that when I go to a hair salon. If she cuts one inch more than I asked for and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, but it's like it really it's just hair. And that's I thought it was pretty mature. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's mature of her to put her foot down and say, well, things are going pretty good so far, and I've done things my way mm-hmm. instead of saying to the label, like, sure, I'll I'll do your Hillary Duff reject album or whatever, you know. <laughs> and I love that she trusted her own instincts. And honestly, I think it was just because I think it was considered a problem because usually artists don't change their hair in the middle of an era. Right. So it's like if there's a new era, that's when you change your hair. But they want it to be iconic. Like her her look is a specific thing for this era and then she'll totally change it, which she did again for I Am Me. But 
Yeah. I think that every woman knows that when you go through something, like you want to cut your hair. It's just, <laughs> it's in the just of, thing. of our <laughs> being. I don't know why, but it, it's like shedding something. It's like getting rid of something old and feeling fresh. That's a really good point. I didn't even make that connection, Leah, like post SNL, like I need to kind of shed this era of what just happened and start fresh. That's that's a really good point. That's exactly what that was. Yeah, I think so. And then they end it with Tina being like, oh, it's cute, honey. I do like it. You're so beautiful. Everything's <laughs> fine. But I'm sure like <clears throat> off camera with – I would have liked to be in that meeting with Joe and Tina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be a fly on the wall. Oh, my God. So then the Pilates scene happens, and <laughs> uh, which I love that Ashley's like, oh, I need to get in shape for my Lala video, as if she's, like, not – like, she's just wearing oh, yeah. her cargo pants and her T-shirts anyway. It's not <laughs> like she has a bikini scene, which, you know, no, no, I'm not dissing that. Obviously, you should always try to get in shape for something big, just even from a health perspective. But but yeah, I just thought that was funny. I feel like that was probably something that they told her to go and do <laughs> that she wouldn't have done. Yeah. Because of course, they get KFC immediately after. Oh, that was like the favorite part. So like relatable, amazing, hilarious, like go treat yourself to some fried food after a good workout. I, I have one line here that I put down and I thought it was so funny. She goes, our butts were throbbing. Like, it's just like, <laughs> thought that was hilarious. Um, but I know what she's talking, like when you get the shakes at Pilates, I, I know what she's talking about, but it was, it was cute. They did, we saw a butt crack, you know, so classic of the time. They had to blur out Ashley's butt crack, of which course. is so 2000s. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then like her, her poor friend like ate it at the end of the set. She like stood up and fell down. Like it's just <laughs> oh, no. a cute little reality scene. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Like I said, it's those things that I wish were still included. Yes. Like imagine seeing like Chloe eat it at like the wor their workout class. Like I'm sure something like that happens, but we would never see it. <laughs> yes. So I have actually have not watched that show, The Kardashians, in years. But if they announced that they were doing an old school style of reality TV, mm. I would watch that so fast. Cause actually I did when they switch over to Hulu, I did like watch a couple yeah. episodes to check it out. And I, I hated how it was like, they show them like getting out of their Rolls Royce and oh, yeah. you know, all the time. And I'm like, we already know they're so mega rich, like show us something else. Like, I don't care what new car they have. I don't care right. about that stuff. Like, I just want to like, what is their life actually like you know like give give us reality yeah <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to <laughs> no they especially don't want to but I feel like it has to at some point just like right now we're talking about how popular Y2K is it has to at some point circle back and mm -hmm. go into that again I feel I hope so I hope so too <laughs> sorry to interrupt everybody but if you're loving what you hear in this episode, you might want to subscribe to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast. There you will find all my bonus content. So you will have access to 55 plus bonus episodes, video episodes, and you get 
all my public episodes a week early, ad-free, and you get them in an extended cut, kind of like the director's cut of a movie. So if you want some extra content from the Ashley and Jessicast, please go to patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast where you can subscribe at the $5 or the $10 tier. You're charged once per month and you can cancel online anytime. Back to the episode. So then Ashley and Stephanie, who is a really good friend still of Jessica and Ashley. She actually follows me. So hi, Stephanie. Love you, girl. Um, (laughs) And they are watching Joseph Kahn's reel, which is so funny that he (laughs) at that point even had a reel because, I mean, this guy, if anyone doesn't know, was one of the biggest directors and still is. I mean, he did – obviously, you see in this episode, you see, like, the toxic Britney video, which – I'm sure I do not have to tell this audience is one of the most <laughs> iconic videos ever. And he, you know, he worked with Eminem and Aerosmith and U2. And um, that wasn't the first time he worked with Britney either. He also did the stronger no. video. He worked with Janet and uh, Elton John, Christina, Destiny's Child. Uh, I mean, and I could go on back. He did uh, Backstreet yes. Boys Larger Than Life. I mean, he was huge. And it's just so funny because I feel like Ashley is acting like she's just looking at any other reel. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's really good. Like, we like we should use him. I'm like, you should thank him for even being interested in doing your La La video because it wasn't even like it was a high concept or something like Toxic is a high concept video with so many different sets and costumes and stunts and Ashley's just running around the neighborhood (laughs) it's so it's like she was like auditioning him you know like like he was trying out to be her director she was watching his reel like yeah like apparently he uses lighting really well like okay yeah I want to use him like uh I would give a right arm to have the opportunity to work with Joseph Kahn you know like it was so cute like because it was so innocent you know she had no idea exactly it reminds me of when you are talking to a teenager about something that they have no idea about. And they, they just have that like attitude where they're like, Oh yeah. Like that sounds really cool. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, I've, I've heard some things about that, but I don't really know anything about it. So like, that's really cool. And they're talking about like Lady Gaga or something. And yes, I'm like, yeah, like an icon. She's, yeah. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was cute. Very cute. Is it Joseph Kahn real? What's supposed to be the good thing about Joseph Kahn is the way he uses light and color. Okay. Come on, Joseph. Show us what you got. Stephanie and I sat down and watched Joseph Kahn's reel together. And everything that he's done is great and fun and interesting. And, you know, he's an extremely well-known director. What do you think? I think he's good. I would like to tease him. Let's go over it, actually. What all am I doing? Throwing things in a pool that don't belong there, egging cars, TPing a house, knocking over mailboxes. I doubt you'll be able to do that. Racing cars. I think you're supposed to be like in high school or something. But I'm not, though. I mean, I am I who I am. My God. You know I know. What I mean? That's what I'm. I don't want to be in a school. Yeah, um, I'm not going to do that. I'm yeah. not in high school. I'm 20 years old. First thing when I read this thing about a house party, it's the first thing I thought it was Kelly Clarkson's video. Okay, I don't want it to be like that. I want my party to be cool. Like, I want people to have, like, mohawks and stuff. And it's going to be at night. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what it's supposed to be, like, urban kids. And it won't be any, no high school. Like, I just want to make sure that they just keep it, like, 18 to 20 age. I'm really just trying to make my own decisions. I was just trying to fight for what I believed in, what I thought would be cool. 
So she decides to hire him. And then um, <laughs> she's like bouncing ideas off of Stephanie and they're talking about what they're going to be doing in the video. And Ashley is adamant. She is like, I am not in high school anymore. I am 20 years old, which she didn't even go to high. I don't even know. I can't remember. I, I don't know if she went to high school at all, actually. Like, I think Ooh. she was just homeschooled because she was because she worked for Jessica from the time she was 14. Yeah. So she basically went from like ABT ballet school to dancing for Jessica. So, I mean, she didn't even go to high school, but yeah, she's not that age. She is, she's two years removed from the high school age. <laughs> and that must be that thing. You remember when we're young, like I'm not a baby, you know, I, I'm like a big kid now. I can drive. I'm over 18. Like there's definitely when you're younger, this like distinction, I feel like between the high yes. school age and the people that are older. And she was definitely giving off that energy in this <laughs> whole music video shoot. She did not want the high school vibe at all. <laughs> yeah. And so then they are at the shoot day and Tina immediately is showing her dislike of the hair. She's like, I think you should wear extensions. Ashley, again, is adamant. She is like, this is my hair. I am not wearing extensions. And she's just so defiant in all of her interviews. Like, it's it's as if she's standing up for, like, abortion rights or something. Like, she's like, <laughs> she's like this is absolutely not what I'm going to do. I don't have to listen to you. And honestly, I think a lot of it was, she, I mean, she went number one so fast. Like, that yeah. never happened to Jessica. So it's suddenly it's like her mo her mom and dad's opinions are not holding as much weight anymore, right? Because yeah, Jessica did amazingly, but Ashley went straight to number one. That's yeah. huge. And I feel like she was just kind of like, mm, I know what I'm doing, you guys. Like I don't actually need this advice right now. That's a really good point. She didn't need to like kind of rely on the opinions of mommy and daddy as much anymore because the proof was in the pudding. She had the success kind of doing it her way. And man, I just wish I had that kind of confidence at 20 to like, if my mom was telling me like, no, no, I'd be like, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not like, this is me. And so I personally like was like true, like inspired by it. Even if she was just doing it defiantly, I love that she could kind of put her foot down for something that she wanted. I loved Tina though, because Tina was such a mom. Like my mom still has this energy with me if I'm doing something that she would prefer that I wouldn't do or that I would do differently. <laughs> and so does my dad. Like my parents are very like unhealthily like invested and involved in like every single day of my life. So they, they know by now that they are not going to get me to do anything that I don't want to do or vice versa. But they both have a way of being like, okay, well – you shouldn't do this. You should do this other thing. But I'm just going to let you make your own decisions <laughs> and make your own choices. And, you know, we'll just be here when it all comes crashing down. And it's just so funny because it's like with what was happening in her life at the time, she had such bigger things to worry about than her hair. All yeah. anyone cared about at this point was her voice. That is all anyone was talking about. They were calling her fake. They were calling her you know, untalented. The only thing that mattered was the performance anyway. And I feel like maybe they were focusing on little shit that didn't matter just because it was like they were all basically traumatized by what was right. going on. So on the hair, I think we should put some extensions in. 
My mom and I had another conversation about my hair. There was still the tension that she thought I should be wearing extensions, and I felt like I should just wear my hair short because that's who I am right now. Why is hair be such a big deal? I only care about the artistic side. My hair is short. This is my hair. And I look. I actually, I would even go shorter, but I'm not going to. I'm not saying anything else. I already said my piece, so it is what it is. You look great. You look great. I think my mom had a valid point, but at the same time, I felt like she was overreacting because whenever it comes to music, whether it's blonde hair or black hair or short hair or long hair, it's an expression of who you are. I want like everything that I'm doing right now to be like, I'm stepping up. I can chop my hair off and I can do this and I'm gonna step up. I'm letting you make your choice. I'm not gonna control you or control your decisions. I'm gonna let you make your choices. I loved seeing Lauren and Stephanie, her friends, because like immediately after that scene, they showed her them like gassing her up and being like, your hair looks so good. We love it. Like, and so it was just nice to see the positive reinforcement coming from the friends, at least like those are her girls. You can tell. Yeah, it was so cute. And even though they're best friends and I'm sure they just see her as Ashley, like they're also probably like, wow, our best friend is a freaking superstar. Like yeah. just a year ago, barely anybody even knew her. And now she's number one. And she's even the fact that she's even on SNL, like they were probably like, oh my God, you are the coolest. You do not have to worry about what anyone says. Like you're clearly on the right track, except for SNL. She was on <sighs> such a perfect track, you know? I know. They they seem like good friends. And then they get to be in her music video with her. Like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. It was. It was amazing that – because the video is so uniquely Ashley. It really is. You would never, ever, ever in a million years see Jessica doing something like this ever. No. <laughs> and I love also because, you know, even though our, our girl Ashley is a rebel, she still was raised, you know, Southern Baptist. <sighs> and she literally says with a straight face – that uh, the song is about going crazy and people can take it however they want to take it, but it's a song about letting loose. And I was like, where in the lyrics do you describe letting loose? You describe having sex on the floor and we all can hear the words. So I don't know. (laughs) And I I saw her lick the couch. I know what this song is about. Come on now. (laughs) The video is basically... Me and my friends kind of just, you know, getting into trouble, like a Saturday with nothing to do. Lala is a song kind of just about going crazy, and you can take it however, you know, you want to take it. And uh, it's just like kind of like almost an expression of just letting loose. It, it is an innuendo, technically, but it's yeah. very frank. It's not, uh, there's nothing hidden. No. It's very clear what's happening. The only thing that's hidden is like like the word itself, like by Lala, you know, like right. you make me want to bleep on the kitchen, on the floor, you know, like yeah. everything else is very, as you said, frank. It's just like they leave out one key like phrase or word or description and the rest is right there for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just so absurd to me. She's an adult, you know, it's not like she's 16. So right. – I feel like, because I've always said this song to me is like the ultimate F you, not to Jessica personally, but like Jessica's image and everything Jessica put out there about, she was so honest about, I'm saving my 
self for marriage. And she continued to talk about it in every interview. And she didn't seem bothered by it the way that like Britney Spears was or whatever. She was very proud right. of it. And, and she it was part of her image and part of what she wanted to put out there, which is completely fine. But I think Ashley was like, girl, not only am I not saving it for marriage, but like, let me tell you about some of the things that I have done. <laughs> right. It's a great song. And and that's what, and that makes it even funnier because like knowing the backstory of it and like how it really is truly an F you to that image. Like, yeah, it, it's a, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. I love it. And that scene where she licks the couch. I mean, first of all, I wish that she left it in because- it goes with the whole theme of this episode. Like I'm going to do what I want. And she said, I wanted to see the reaction I would get. And I love Mm -hmm. that she was honest about that because I think that was so much of her personality, just even with cutting the hair. Like she, she wanted her mother to walk in and be like, no, Ashley, because then she would know it's cool. Right. Because anything your parents don't like is cool. So I'm wondering, because I felt like it was inappropriate when Joseph Kahn made the comment Ugh. about, like, someone having a boner. Oh, yeah. I have that in my notes as well. What are what are your thoughts? Well, maybe that's what made her take it out. Like, maybe she was grossed out that oh. he would say that. Like, I don't even know how old he was, but obviously he is much older than her. And, yeah, she's not a child. Like, she's legally an adult, but – it just rubbed me the wrong way because also when she first when she first works with John Shanks, he calls her like hot or something in the studio and they're all just like laughing mm. about it, but that also felt inappropriate to me. Just the way people treat young girls is yeah. obviously not <laughs> especially in the early 2000s, oh, yeah. but even today not a good situation and it just like she's surrounded by these older men and yep. One of them, the director, not any guy, but the director, the boss is saying like, oh my God, that's the first boner he's had in years or whatever. He said, I'm like, ew, no yeah. young, no young girl wants to hear that some guy around her has a boner. Like, even if it's a guy that you like, that's a gross thing to hear. And like, you know, she effortlessly laughs it off and kind of goes along with it when he says it. But like, what, which one of us like haven't done that? You know, you're like in that situation, like you're the only girl some comment is made to you and you're just like, ah, ha, 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 like yeah. good one. Like that's a really good point, Leah. Like you got to wonder if ultimately that was the motivation for keeping it out. Because as you said, it would be so, it like went well, you know, I, I didn't think it was like, I was like, oh, that's like, I get what she's doing. It's mm-hmm. odd theme, but uh, that's a very good point. We were shooting a scene on the couch where it was just me and I was kind of in my own world, just kind of being sexy. I looked at the couch and I was just being silly and having a good time and I wanted to see if I would get a reaction. Ashley? Yeah? You just gave Mike D the first boner in five years? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? My dad would be proud. (laughs) Good thing he's not here yet. He'd be having a heart attack. We ended up taking it out of the video just because it was a little much. It wasn't exactly the direction that we wanted to go in. She looked so gorgeous in that shot. Like, I I love those shots in the video. And I think it grounds the video because the rest of the video is so chaotic. So I like the parts where she's just kind of, like, singing and... I I mean I liked it. I would have left it in, but also if if she felt creeped out by that, that would totally explain 
it mm-hmm. for me, you know? Or I could see Papa Joe being like, this is a no. <laughs> right, exactly. But of course, Jessica is allowed to like do her sweetest True. video with Nick like rubbing up on her because, you know, they're married. So that's different. <laughs> they can do whatever of course. they want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of this video? I like it. I think it's fun. I like all the different like elements of them. You know how she said, this is just like us being crazy and bored on a Saturday, like no big deal. Um, I think it's fun. Um, And I didn't get high school vibes at all. What about Mm -hmm. you? What do you think? (laughs) No, I mean, I I didn't get high school vibes. I just got like teen vibes because it Mm. reminds me of when my friends and I, you know, we have nothing to do. None of us have cars, we so we can't go anywhere. So we just end up wandering around the neighborhood and maybe we run into like, oh, there's that guy that we know from class. Let's talk to him. And he's like, oh yeah, like there's a party down the street if you guys want to come. And we're like, okay, we have nothing to do. Let's go. And then, you know what I mean? It kind of reminded right. me of that, which I miss that, that part of youth. Like where, where at the time you're like, God, I wish I had a car. I wish I could drink. I wish I could go like do this and that. And my mom won't bring me to the mall right now and stuff. Right. And and so you just end up like wandering around, hanging out, doing nothing. And those are like the best days of your life. Yeah. We weren't glued to our phones. We weren't, you know. It, no. It, it was a totally – we had our flip phones maybe. But like, so do you think – I get what you're saying. So do you think maybe this video – like Ashley did not achieve what she was intending to achieve. Like it was maybe more juvenile than she would have wanted it to be. It it was juvenile. It was, but yeah. I think that went with her too. Cause she's like the punk kid who's like, I'm not going to oh. conform to what you want me to be. <laughs> so I think it worked, but the thing is she might've wanted to go in a more adult direction. And I mean, I think it would have been adorable to see her literally answer the door in the maid outfit. And yeah, I think they could have pulled it off too where it wasn't too set. Like as long as they didn't show then her hooking up with a guy. But honestly, even if she wanted to do that, like again, she's an adult. Like Brittany is literally panting like three (laughs) years before this. Christina and Brittany are both like they're soaking wet in these old dirty warehouses like with people all over them. So like she definitely had room to mess around if she wanted to. But I'm sure as much as she was a rebel, she did have to listen to the label and her parents to a certain extent. That's just the way that it, it goes, you know? That's true. But man, she she opened the door with using the words French made. And like that just opened the door. And I can like visualize it almost like. Yes, uh, me too. I'm literally picturing it. Yes. It would have been so cute. <laughs> a missed opportunity. But again, I still enjoy Like it's kind of nostalgic, the Lala video, like at least now, like watching it now, it's like, this is us, but we were kids, like you said, but maybe Mm -hmm. it wasn't exactly what she would have hoped. I I don't know. Who knows? So then we go to her entertainment weekly photo shoot in Santa Monica, and she was named one of the breakout stars of the year. And it seems like they're definitely all kind of like panicking. Like, I feel like they're all like this SNL thing was bad. And this is a big magazine. This is a big chance. And so, you know, everything has to be perfect. And she's also very much pushing that like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I thought when she says, I just don't want it to look like I'm trying too hard, no matter what. (laughs) Like, that's the worst thing that you can be is someone who's trying too hard, you know? Steph. Hey. My makeup would be better if it was more clean 
and more eyelashes just instead of like just like mascara. So you'd rather have like really dramatic like eyelashes and nothing else. Yeah. Love that. The black golf kind of the big, color, big, big, no big, pink, big. but big eyelashes big, instead. Heavy, Let's do it. And cute, it. rosy Let's cheeks. Do it no colors and no black, but just like pretty big, mascara. Big, big. Well, I wanted even Don't chunkier. You yeah, you got it. I know how I want my clothes and my makeup and my hair to look. And for this photo, I really want it to represent who I am as an artist and represent me. She made some comments. She was like, I really respect EW for choosing me. Definitely kind of reflects what's going on behind the scenes that we're not really seeing in this episode with the SNL drama. You know, she was not someone, it wasn't good to be her right now. You know, it was mm -hmm. a lot of bad press, a lot of bad speculation. And so it, that kind of tugged at my heartstrings that she seems like, you know, almost grateful that they considered and picked her. For this. I'm doing a photo shoot for Entertainment Weekly at the beach. I was chosen for one of the breakout stars of the year. So the whole thing about you and like right. what, when they gave me the job, I thought, oh my God, well, right. we have to do Blondie meets um, Billy Idol. Right. That's, you know, what else right. is there? It's you. Like, okay. So you're punkish and energetic, but yet sexy and coquettish and playful. Right. No matter what with my outfit, I won't want it trying too hard, no matter what. Alrighty. Just let you know. <laughs> Yeah. I prefer it look like you did it yourself. Yeah. You just got dressed. Yeah. Because I'd rather be, like, pretty. It's going to be gorgeous. It felt really positive for me after the SNL thing to be chosen as a breakout star. It was a point in my life where I was moving forward. And I really respect Entertainment Weekly. She was making her decisions and telling everybody what she wanted, you know, with the whole eyelash debacle. You know, she wanted a more thick or whatever it was. But... Again, she's just being Ashley. I, I thought it was a cute sequence. Yes. And also she's wearing like a silver sequin shrug, which <laughs> I bought. I mean, I don't think I bought that exact one because hers was probably like a big designer, but I definitely <laughs> got one at the local Mandy's and I wore it to the homecoming um, dance. And I thought I was mm -hmm. so cool. Like my outfit was extremely Ashley inspired because it was girly, but oh. it was also like cool. It wasn't just Jessica girly. It was a little edgy, you know, because by oh, that point I had to that. be Ashley. Like I was like, I'm Ashley now. And <sighs> I just remember everybody like those, those little like shrugs that did nothing except just like <laughs> add a little <laughs> bit of like flair to your outfit. I feel like they were everywhere. Oh yeah, it's it's bringing me back. It literally was like a centimeter thick, like whatever the thinnest <laughs> measurement is. But at, pop a color, or you know, like a a little bit of style to your drab outfit, or whatever you were trying to dress up a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. we all had a, some version of that for sure. Yeah, and like you said, Ashley wants uh, bigger eyelashes, but she wants less. <laughs> makeup on her actual eyes which Ooh. is definitely like that's a choice you know that's and I think it, it's so much pressure because when you're in the public eye when you're famous you could do one look that ends up being an iconic enduring <laughs> look forever or you could just 
go to an award show or do your photo shoot. And yeah, you look good, but it's nothing special. I mean, JLo literally invented, I mean, she didn't invent it herself, but she was the reason Google Images was invented because of that <laughs> that dress. And I don't have to describe the dress I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And you could, as a celebrity, like you could create one of those moments. So I think her being meticulous and saying, no, this is what I want to look like. And we're changing it and having the balls to do that. Cause a lot of people don't want to tell, I mean, I, anytime I am, I'm working with a makeup artist or a hair person, I feel horrible saying anything. I feel like I'm like degrading their talent or something when really I'm like, it's not you. It's just the way I like my (laughs) face to look. And and I love that. She was just like, she just stood up and was like, here's what I want to do. And she did it. And she looked great. Like the photo shoot is beautiful. So yeah, I love that. I, I love seeing her use her voice like that and not being afraid because as you said, I, I'd rather leave the hair salon in tears than say a word. <laughs> like it's oh just my not, God. I, I, I hate being that person, but we gotta, we just gotta do it because it's not personal. It's just what we like. Exactly. What did you think of her like tool dress and cowboy boots <laughs> for the shoot? I definitely thought it was like more, more her than like the dress that she wore in the limo. For sure. The cowboy boots, I don't know. I, I thought it was very of the times. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely can see her in it. It's just not my like favorite look of hers, but I, she looked gr- beautiful. Yes. As what about you? I like it. I, I like any time. I really like dresses with boots. I'm not a cowboy okay. boot girl, but I love like a really girly, like tool is I think one of the girliest, you know, things yeah. that you can wear. So I love a very girly dress or like maxi skirt or something that's tulle or that has like floral print or is like pink and princessy and then wearing boots with it I feel like adds a little bit of an edge to it so I always loved when she would do that when she would wear like combat boots with a dress or something like she would do that on the red carpet too see I I like that better the cowboy boots I think is is what threw me off because I just (laughs) I look like a clown in cowboy boots, so yeah. it's just never been my thing. But she, I mean, she can wear anything, so must be nice. <laughs> yeah, the cowboy boots were definitely more of a Jessica move, but yes, yeah. every once in a while, even Ashley is going to say, "You know what? I just have to throw my hands up and be Jessica." <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> um, yeah. So then we get this montage of everything we've already seen from the episode. It's just literally <laughs> clips from the episode. I guess they had didn't have any extra uh, B roll that, that day, and they they just play her song "Better Off," and it's just like the weirdest, like clunkiest way to end it. Um, and then she's just like, "These are decisions I've made on my own," and then we're done. <laughs> I know it was like reiterating, you know, that I can make my own decisions. This is my song. Here are some some clips we've already seen. That's so. I had like literally the same notes. I was like, this is an interesting choice, but good song, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it was very like okay. So to sum up, here's what happened in this episode, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Well, you've really inspired me because it was so fun rewatching this one. I'm gonna continue. Uh, in the second season because it, it really is just such a, a gem. Oh my God. I love the second season. I feel like it's underrated because I, as much as I love seeing the crafting of her album and all of that, mm. I love seeing what happens after you become this huge success. And then obviously this crazy curveball happens with, with SNL, but just the juxtaposition between the seasons it's like in this first one she's not even really famous you know she's like in all these public places and no one's saying anything (laughs) 
and then she's number one and then she's infamous and so it's just interesting seeing how she deals with all of that so yeah she's so silly but I I continue to be almost surprised by like how mature and self-aware she is but again that goes she could be that and also be like the class clown and I also think she has elements of that as well so it's 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 really it's really um fun to see all those sides of her so now it's time to rate the episode which I know as a listener you are familiar with our rating system but if anybody is listening for the first time we rate things not in stars or thumbs up we rate things with something that happened in the episode or something from the episode so for instance if you're doing newlyweds you can say this was three out of five cans of chicken of the sea (laughs) So, Mary, it's now time for me to ask you, what do you rate this episode out of five and why? Okay, I am going to rate this four butts throbbing. Four throbbing butts. The line from the Pilates scene. (laughs) It's so funny, but – and that might seem like a high rating, but let me tell you, for me, this was just a re – I hadn't watched the show for so long and just – watching Ashley kind of grow from this girl to a woman. She's standing up for herself. She's making her own decisions. It may have seemed like these small, you know, little non-consequential, non-consequential decisions, but it was just really cool to watch her assert herself and be so sure of who she is and who she wanted to be. So I really appreciated that as someone who has trouble kind of standing up for herself and asserting herself sometimes. So hence my rating. What about you? Okay, I can't believe that you said the thing about the butt comment because my also mine also includes butts. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so, I actually totally agree with you, but I'm going to bump it up even a little more. I'm going to do 4.5 blurred mm-hmm. butt cracks out of 5. Oh. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because this episode is My favorite thing on both Newlyweds and Ashley, I love when they combine them being like normal, real, down-to-earth young women with the celebrity aspect. So it's like we have her friends surprising her and taking her to medieval times, which is something that could happen to any of us. And then we have, okay, um, you know, I'm doing this photo shoot because I'm one of the breakout stars. And I think also, you know, that haircut scene really takes you out of it where you're like – oh yeah, like if she cuts her hair, it's not just her own thing. It's like there's people in a boardroom that might have a problem with it. So it's like the perfect blend of both. And what you said, I feel the same way. Like you said it perfectly. She's just standing up for herself, coming into her own as a woman. Her parents' opinions aren't that important anymore. She has some confidence. And especially considering what happened with SNL, the fact that she has any confidence – And the fact that she isn't just saying, okay, I I really just have to listen to what everybody says now because everybody else knows better than me and I just need to follow all the rules and do what's expected of me so I don't mess up again. And instead, she went the opposite way and she was like, "Mm, I know what's best for me and yeah, it's just hair, but I'm not going to just bow down to what everybody tells me because I'm young. And I love that. It is inspiring. So yeah, this was almost a perfect episode. I just took away the 0.5 because of that gross guy. And <laughs> I kind of wish that she had just kept that in. And I feel like I'm blaming him for that. So, yeah. We're, let's blame him. It's his fault. <laughs> I mean, like, not to be dramatic, but it usually if there's, like, a, a straight man around who's making a comment that involves the word boner, it is 
your fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. That's so, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Thank you for your support on that one. So please tell everybody in my audience where they can follow you and your podcast. Sure. Um, we're at when they popped pod um, on Instagram and Twitter. So need to step up our tweeting game, but on Instagram, we're pretty regular on there. And yeah, just huge fan of Leah's. Thank you so much for having me and letting me be a part of this. It's again, really cool to go from, you know, a listener to um, a guest. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. And thank you to everybody out there who's listening because our three-year anniversary is coming up soon. So that's amazing. And I'm not sure if I'm going to release this next or like the one after this, but our 100th episode is coming up too. So I love everybody who has even listened to even one episode because it's just amazing to have this connection out there with people and to meet people like you and everyone else. Like. I mean, I've just met so many kindred spirits through this. It's like amazing. I'm like, this is my tribe out here listening to the podcast. Oh, I know. I'm going to be messaging you up a storm next weekend because that's my first Jonas Brothers concert. I'm so excited. <gasps> I know. Oh, yay. I'm so, so excited. Know. Yeah, Thank you'll you. get it. You get it. You get it. So I'm going to be sending Leah pics and asking for VIP advice and all the fun stuff. So I've been living through your stories the last few months, however long they've been on tour by now. So, oh, so my excited. Gosh. I've seen, I've seen this particular tour three times, and it's like not enough. Like I can't <laughs> wait till they come back here. And I've been, I've literally had to really, really, oh, I don't even know how to say it, like police myself because I will <laughs> just like buy a ticket to some random show and fly there and just spend all my money because that is what I like to do. So anyway, yeah. I'll talk it's about disease. it with my therapist. Yeah. It's oh my problem. God. It's it's literally, it literally is a problem, but it's okay because it's the most fun problem ever. Oh, I wouldn't change a thing. We get it. Same no. page. So <laughs> yes. thank you again, Leah. Thank you. And I'm not sure what the next episode will be. Probably another JC one. So thank you everybody for listening and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capria Moon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessicast on Instagram and at Ashley Jessicast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear Ashley and Jessicast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.